0: hello ladies gentlemen and non-binary friends welcome back to multicultural tv talk a media village podcast where we bring you exclusive interviews with talent and creatives from across entertainment discovering their stories and how they're changing the face of stardom across the media as always i am your host juan ayala thanks so much for tuning in now let's get to talking joining us today for a very special episode in celebration of women's history month are two of the stars of the cw's kung fu we've got one of our heroes and one of our villains in the role of the tech whiz and Nikki's hilarious big sister Althea, it's Shannon Dang. And in the role of the series Ruthless Big Bad, Jelan, it's Yvonne Chapman. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thanks, Thanks so much
0: us. for having us. Absolutely. Um, so firstly, congratulations on a successful season one. How are we feeling about season two? Are we excited, nervous, eager?
1: <laughs> I think we're both excited, yeah? Can I kind of say yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think something we share all similarly Similarly, is that last year uh, was our freshman season, freshman year. And this year, sophomore year, definitely feels like sophomore year. I think Mm -hmm. like we're all very much in like we came back to the studio. We know the ropes. We know our characters. We're settling in. Our cast is really tight knit. And it's just gotten even um, closer to working together. And I think everything is just awesome.
2: Yeah, and like similar, um, also to last year's, just like we've been working on this thing for so long, right? And it's just you. We're just excited to see what the reaction is because we we really love um, what everyone has has done. And uh, I'm just I'm just waiting to see everyone's reactions, like to the fights, to the scenes, to the acting, to the jokes that Shannon nails all the time. <laughs> 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 so good. Stop no. it. I will say it for you. So good. Um, uh, but anyway. It's Wednesday. It's, it's crazy. It's coming up. So we'll see. But I, we hope everyone loves it.
0: And uh, with each of your characters being very much badasses in their own right, uh, you know, Althea showed so much strength in her vulnerability last season uh, when the storyline came up of her assault that she had kept secret. Um, so, Shannon, what was it like tackling that storyline, given how many people unfortunately have experienced assault in the workplace?
1: Um, yes, Althea's storyline last season, I'll admit when I found out uh, what her storyline was going to be and that she was sexually assaulted by her boss, um, I was, as Shannon and as an actor, uh, kind of pretty nervous. I think I'm, I'm really grateful that the CW and our writers um, don't shy away from sensitive subjects like this and mm. um, really want to shed light on uh, stories like these so for me it was uh, both an honor and a privilege to be able to be a vessel for Mm. stories like this and i remember people fans and uh, people would come up to me saying that they they've had a similar experience and they really felt seen and or um encouraged and um hopeful when they saw althea have to go through that so for me i I'm just really grateful that I could be of service um, and lend a voice to that story. Mm.
0: And Yvonne, um, despite your very bright personality, your character, Jalen is cold and calculated and ruthless. So what was it like tapping into that mindset for this character?
2: A lot of fun, actually, because it is so, I I'd say far removed from myself, um, and those to, to me are the most interesting characters to play because it it is a challenge uh, to to try to figure that out. Um, but I am really grateful for the writing of it because I had a good sit down with uh, the showrunners Bob and Christina mm. uh, to talk about why, what is her motivation behind this? Because for me personally, I, I can't just play evil. There's no such thing. There mm. has to be some kind of way into her, and she is still very much human. Her well, the ends don't necessarily justify the means and she's very immoral in a lot of ways. To her, it's not. And to tap into that, that's the kind of the interesting part. So, I mean, we saw last season that she has this really tragic backstory um, that could really lead anybody down a very dark path, Mm -hmm. um, understandably. So that's what I really tapped into and, and it was enjoyable for me to be able to play with that
1: amongst the cast we all voted um Yvonne as least uh like their character because you know Jelan is the way she is and Yvonne is just so warm and welcoming and lovable oh. and so she wins that title so that thanks, just shows her, her range and her artistic ability man <laughs> oh, so man. far away from her real personality
2: <laughs> oh thanks Shannon I appreciate that I think I would have questions if people didn't see me because I'm like I'm not an assassin really <laughs> anyway thank you
0: (laughs) so I'm curious for each of you if there are any women in your own lives that you drew inspiration from uh, for each of your roles uh Shannon we'll start with you
1: oh inspiration um from my roles hmm I think in general maybe it'll come to me as I'm speaking um when I first read the breakdown for Althea it said that she was planning her dream wedding. She is a tech genius and she uh, loves her family. It said Mm -hmm. nothing about necessarily characteristic wise. And so it was one of those things where I read tech, you know, tech savvy sister. And I was like, oh, are they gonna want her XYZ or smart and to herself? Um, And I think it was the first time where I was just like, you know, maybe just try and be yourself. I don't know, like they always say that in casting, like all you have to do is be yourself. And I was like, that never works. Um, But I was like, you know what? Like, whatever, I'm just gonna try and do some sort of version of myself. And um, uh, they ended up picking it, I don't know. Um, (laughs) uh, And so I like that um, I always tried to have Althea be a sense of levity in the family, or the show, and I'm really fortunate that um, the writers give me, uh, give Althea funny things to, um, and jokes, and I know we're a drama show, but we do have a lot of funny moments. Um, and mm. in season two, you will see that Jalon gets in there too on the on the boom something <laughs> a comedy. Um, I know. <laughs> but as far as inspiration, uh, no one specifically for Althea's character. Um, but I do love that she is inspiring others. Um, she is brilliant and uh tech savvy, and she's all the things. She is a great sister, she's a great employee, she's smart she loves fashion and she's unapologetically herself. And I think a lot of um, females will resonate with that and also be inspired to work in the tech biz because you don't really see that many females in um, in tech. So uh, I hope she's an inspiration.
0: And Yvonne, what about you?
1: Well,
2: I love what Shannon just said about Um, Althea and I would say this is like a very uh, underlying theme for the women on the show is they're very unapologetically themselves Mm. Um, and so there wasn't any performance or person in particular in my life uh, that I would take for Jalan but I would say that feeling of tenacity and that inspiration that I do get from the women in my life which honestly Shannon being one of them as as the season and the performance progresses is that you tap in into that feeling that you get from those people that surround you. And in particularly for the women around me who have this grace, but also this drive about them that are focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's very much Jalon. And so it, in my conversations with like friends and family and in the women around me of just that singular um, singular tenacity and that, that focus, that drive that they have, that's a great feeling to use. And so it's, a, it's, almost like a sensory work that that I'll, I'll put into the performance that informs a lot of like the motivation and actions that she does. Um, so yeah, nobody in particular, but I would say that that is probably the most parallel um, influence that I would have.
0: And uh, without getting into spoilers, I want to chat about season two uh, really quick. So uh, what are you looking forward to most for audiences to see for the show overall and for each of your characters? Mm-hmm. You know, Shannon, we'll start with you.
1: Oh, okay. Season two. Um, I think fans can expect a lot of fun stuff. Um, Our motto for season two is old enemies, new legends. So I think season two does a great job with taking um, some of fan favorite things from season one, the action, uh, the villains, uh, the family, the character, the story arc, and just bringing the best of it into season two and elevating it so right off Mm. the back uh we see uh the shen family and um nikki and her gang all happy and having fun living their life and that's something you don't really get to see that much in season uh one so it's a lot more fun and right off the back the action i would say like 10 times i didn't even know it could get better but like (laughs) it is badass. Like Yvonne's fights, I'm just like, I like watch them and I'm like, what the heck? Like you look <laughs> crazy legit. And like, everyone is just so proud and there's a lot of fun, exciting things to happen in season two and we're just really proud of it. Yeah, the
2: fights are elevated this season. And like, like Shannon was saying, like last year was great. And this year is like, I, I think audiences can expect it to be a little bit more raw, mm-hmm. um, a little bit more like gritty um overall in terms of like story and in the and in the fights sequences themselves so yeah be prepared for that (laughs) it's gonna be really good
1: and for those people who don't care about action um there are still great uh fashion outfits from Althea just because she goes to work does not mean she has to have a boring wardrobe now so don't worry about that it's all I used to
2: have a good wardrobe but then uh Jalon's in prison to begin with so (laughs) I'm trying to rock the jumpsuit. We'll see how people respond to that. You're killing it, you're killing it. <laughs> but Althea's fashion is on point as always. It's
0: great. And you know, the show has done so much for uh, Asian-American representation in television uh, since Fresh Off the Boat went off the air. This is pretty much the only show with a primarily uh, Asian cast, uh, at least in, in the States, you know, on, on an American network. Um, and I'm, I love asking all of our guests on the show this question. What is an early memory you have of a TV show or a film or a performance that made you feel represented for the first time?
2: Ooh, Yvonne, you want to go first? Yeah, I remember watching Joy Luck Club with my mom and my sisters, Mm -hmm. and that it's almost like evoking an emotional response for me because that was really beautiful for us to watch. And then it took, what was it, 20, 25 years again for that to happen, which you know, let's, let's hope that timeline shortens up as, as we go along. And and mm. wow, you're right, Juan, like, I, I didn't even think about, um, we are basically one of the few shows that have a predominantly Asian cast right now, and in Canada as well. Um, but, you know, having said that, like, that was one of my first memories. And I, it's just such a special thing to see yourself on television. Um, and I will say that Growing up, maybe because it was so normalized that I didn't, that if I'm being completely honest, I, I didn't register until, until, you know, adulthood where um, I really wish that I did have that growing up because when, when something's normalized like that, you just, sometimes you just don't recognize um, some of the biases that can come into your head. Some of the, you know, the, the things that um, aren't necessarily uh, fruitful for you. Um, you know, kind of see, not being able to see yourself and your family so that you kind of take on somebody else's cultures and and don't necessarily embrace your own. So I think that's what's really special about our show is that to emphasize and say, hey, this is normal. This is really normal because we, this is happening in so many households um, across the globe. Like we represent a part of the world, a huge part of the world. And for everybody to be invited into that home to, to see us, and also just to gap those bridges of understanding, like we're so much more alike than we are different. Um, so that is really meaningful to me is to to share that and to have this opportunity to almost have it as like, um like an education for people to say, hey, like this is what an Asian family could look like. And also it's a lot like yours. So it's universal themes um, that are giving us a connection to people. And, that's what I'm really grateful for, for
0: the show. And uh, Shannon, what about you?
1: Yes. So I would say um, the first time I felt represented on screen um that I can remember something that stands out to me is actually in the movie Rush Hour, which um our dad Ty Ma who, in our show um uh, yeah. was also in coincidentally and it's in the beginning of the movie where the consulate's daughter is in the back of the limo and she's just singing, living her best life <laughs> Mariah Carey. oh when you walk back, like everything. And I remember being like <gasps> And I was like little and I was like her age, I think I I forget now. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, that is so cool. Like I do that. Like that's me. And like, for some reason I didn't really know what like representation was or you don't, you don't, it's, it's just more like visceral of a, like, like a, Mm-hmm. That's me, but you don't say it because I don't know. Um, so that really left an impression on me. And I think it was also the Disney Channel seeing Brenda's song um, in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I'm still obsessed with her. Uh, and she really made me want to uh, be an actor. Uh, so just seeing faces like me um, on the screen, it was just really inspiring. And the fact that our show, um, like Yvonne was saying, we didn't have a lot of um, Asian American casts or families to look up to on screen. The fact that we get to give that to so many people and so many generations um, is really exciting. People are watching it with their parents and their grandparents and their kids. And the fact that we get to bring everyone together and into their homes, it's, it's so rewarding. And I think um, we all can relate to how special um, that feels and it really does make this project m- more than just a job
2: totally i yeah. got mariah carey stuck in my head now <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> One i love it <laughs>
0: It's, it's really, you know, believe me when I say the show is incredibly impactful for so many people um, as a Hispanic as a Latino it's very difficult for our people as well to sort of find that representation. Um, and like you said it's sort of that visceral response you're like you don't realize you'd never seen yourself represented until you finally do and it's like a wake up call really, and you know, with recent projects like. Um, Uh, In the Heights and uh, Coco and all those things. I was like bawling my eyes out in theaters. I'm like, like, just, you know, because that emotional response always comes through. And, and, and really, I absolutely love the show. And I'm so excited for for season two, uh, for audiences to finally see season two. Uh, Before we wrap up, um, if you could go back and meet your 13 year old self and tell them that you'd made it this far, do you think that they'd believe you?
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, look, only because I, I was so shy as a kid that it was like being like in front of the I remember being in um, like plays and stuff. um, And we're just talking about acting in particular, but as a kid, and for whatever reason, I don't know if you guys experienced this, but being an introvert, this is what I experienced, but being in front of a camera or something, there's something about having that extra layer that made it seem more um, plausible to be a little bit more extroverted, but I was so introverted as a kid that I would never imagine myself being able to do this uh mm. full time, even though I really wanted to be. So I think my my 13 year old self would be quite the cynic and be like, nah, you crazy lady. Like and just like not nah, shut me down. Um, but hey <laughs> I'm happy I'm here.
0: <laughs> mm. And Shannon, what about you?
1: Um, I will admit if my 13 year old self, um, if someone told my 13 year old self that they would make it and be here sounds silly, but I would believe them. <laughs> I know, I know that sounds like some of you like, Oh wow. You thought you were so full of yourself. No, it's because like growing up, I had always watched the Disney channel and I was like, I want to be just like that. Like I want to make people laugh and be in stories, um, and my mom was always super encouraging and she always put me in dance classes, my musical theater programs. And she was always like to a fault, always like giving me encouragement. And, like, that could be you one day, or like, mm-hmm. you can do that. You can do anything. So like, I was probably also oblivious thinking like, yes, I can one day. I will like, mm-hmm. and, and like, didn't really know the struggle that it takes, but my 13 year old self would probably be, believe it and just you be like, <laughs> no, I'm really grateful. But like, uh, you know, it's, yeah, I think because I was surrounded by a lot of support, I just kind of did believe it. I would believe it.
0: And if also, if you could go back and give your 13 year old self any advice, what would you tell them?
1: There's so much advice. We need lots of advice. I'm still, I'm st- I need advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it if, I ends, back, right? if I had to go back and give my 13 year old self some advice, I would say, um, just keep going. Um, shoot for the moon you'll land on a star and um things will get hard but just like keep going I think uh like grit is very important and just just keep whatever you want just go keep going I don't know
2: I love it um okay so I have this story about what was a kind of a tipping point for me in deciding to go into acting because I I I used to work um a nine to five job before this one that I quite liked and then Acting was always kind of on my mind. Or just like you know, in general, for anybody out there, just kind of like pursuing something that you really love and and want to do. um And I was at this point where I was like, I just I don't know if I'm ready to quit my job and pack up my car and like drive over to Vancouver and give it a shot, right? And I was picking up a girlfriend for um, a stay get, and she was running late, packing her stuff. So the cab driver was like amazing, though. We hit it off. We're just having a good time, like chatting, waiting for her, and I was. I don't know why we were just telling our life story. And I was talking to him saying like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this, blah, blah. blah. And he said one line that I think I would go back and say to my 13 year old self, because even at 13, I was always so worried about like failure and what people would think and what, you know, what I couldn't do as opposed to what I could do, Um, which followed me into adulthood. But he told me, he's like, look, failure, don't think about success. You never know. And I don't know why that resonated with me so much, but it really was a tipping point for me because I kept thinking like, oh, my God, I'm not like the failure of it all. What if I go out there and it's not going to work and all of that stuff? Um, But really, even if it didn't, even, you know, thank, thank goodness that I had this opportunity and it turned out the way it did. I will be forever grateful for that. But even if it didn't, I'm so glad I did. Success is a measure that we get to define ourselves and no one else does, but Mm -hmm. we shouldn't be thinking about what the failure of it is because then we've already failed because we didn't even try. So that's what I would tell myself because that one line kind of did the tipping point for me.
0: Awesome. Well, Shannon and Yvonne, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Um, If folks want to follow you on Instagram or anywhere on social media, where can they find you?
1: I'm on Instagram at Shannon Nikki Dang and Twitter Shannon Nikki D nice <laughs> I love- okay really care about my, my what i ate for lunch um- <laughs> yeah, i love it <laughs>
2: um on instagram i'm at yp chapman and then twitter i hope i get this right, <laughs> you know, right? Yvonne, okay. yeah. i'm like what is it yvonne underscore underscore chapman because yvonne underscore chapman was taken <gasps> I, i'm really bad at social stuff i try my best but if you guys can Feel free to laugh at
0: me on that. Awesome. And you can all follow us at MediaVillageCom on Instagram. Head over to MediaVillage.com for all of our reviews, interviews, podcasts, and more. I'm Juan Yala, and you're listening to Multicultural TV Talk.